0: When the comics aren't enough, and you need a little extra fix. <sighs> I'm your host, J.J. Hodges. This podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by the Dadgum original, Batman on Film. Go to BatmanPodcastNetwork.com to find all sorts of cool Batman podcasts. Well, folks, the day has finally come when... I have to admit that I am old. I'm an old man. Not really. I'm not that old. I'm 34. I'm 34 years young, baby. Um, but what I am going to talk about today, other than just making really stupid jokes, uh, so I apologize, is um, the uh, the Superman animated series, uh, which is, uh, as of this year, 25 years old. That is... Uh, uh, just crazy to me. Uh, it's, it's, a kind of underrated, underappreciated show. Doesn't really get the love that, like, you know, the Justice League or, uh, Batman the animated series gets, which is unfortunate because it, it did add a lot to the Superman lore, uh, just like the, uh, the Batman the animated series did for its time. Um, but, you know, the, the show is, is, is a blast to watch, um, and we have, um, and to talk about it today, I I brought back one third of the uh vigilante nineteen thirty-nine crew, the uh Nick Zednik Zeddy himself. Just, you know, so much fun to talk to Zeddy about anything and everything, you know. Um and he gives some cool insight into himself, uh, why he's such a big Superman fan. And uh and I really appreciated that, you know. It was something that he didn't have to share, and I and I really loved it. Uh and I think uh, I think we'll have him back. I was on the fence about it, but yeah, yeah I'll bring him back. <laughs> Kidding, of course, he's always welcome. Uh you can find me Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for Common Junkies. That's F-O-R-Comic Junkies. And also the um you can email me for Common Junkies at gmail.com. And uh Yeah, uh the blog is gonna be coming back pretty soon. Uh the Comic junkies blog. Um I'll be tagging that soon. You can find me on TikTok for Comic Chunkies. Oh my gosh, I'm everywhere and it's annoying. <laughs> oh man. I'm so sorry to be invading all of your social media spaces, but well, that's what we do nowadays, isn't it? All right, let's get into the conversation about Superman, the animated series. All right, back on the show. Uh, the always awesome, always legendary Nick Zednik, Zeddy, thank you for coming back. Um, so excited to have you here today.
1: JJ, you are always far too kind, good sir. I always have a blast talking with you. We, we always have some legendary conversations, and I'm ready for this one to be yet another one. Oh, in, sir.
0: Oh, absolutely. We are talking uh, Superman, the animated series, uh, 25 years old. This year which is crazy um and i think unfortunately an oft uh underappreciated show you know I, I you know i think you share that sentiment i think we've talked about that before at least you've said it on twitter i think
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's it's so weird i mean you know batman the animated series is arguably probably what the biggest just pop culture animated series of all time i mean it's b right so yeah when batman animated series come out you know well we can do the same thing with superman right so it it seemed like a no-brainer at the time it's bruce tim those guys could not literally strike out i mean batman beyond justice league unlimited justice league the animated series they were just they did not miss so when Superman Animated Series was the follow-up to Batman, I don't really know where it didn't hit the mark. You know I mean? Superman's always had great success. It's not that he wasn't a character that didn't have the same level of success as Batman. So I'm just, I'm wondering if Batman Animated Series was just so good that it was just one of those nothing could ever top that show. But, you know, Superman Animated Series really didn't e- even have that same length, I don't think, as Batman Animated Series. I think it only ran for four years, I believe, in my math. Serves Mm -hmm. me correctly, so. Something.
0: Something like that, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah it it's tough to um, it's tough to to pin down what makes. I guess because you know, this is just my personal opinion that if we were ranking the the shows like Batman, Justice League, and Superman, that's probably how I'd put it, Uh, and that's not necessarily to poo poo on Superman at all. Mm-hmm. Just just to say, oh well, that's because for some reason I think that Justice League just it took this it took the stories to new heights and it was super mature more than anything, you know, like it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um if that you know, if that makes any sort of nonsense to you.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like you're you're totally right. I mean, this was my introduction to Superman. I mean, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know. I remember back when this was airing on like the kids WB when that was yeah. a real station and, and Cartoon Network, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just saying, you know, as cliche as it might sound, I mean, I'd come home every day after school and you know, if it wasn't on kids WB, it was on Cartoon Network. And you know, you get a nice bowl of Mac and cheese and you watch some Superman, animated series and then Batman animated series was like either on before or on right after. So it was just, I say it all the time, you know, there was no better time. To really get into those shows than when they were airing or when growing up just in that early 2000s era. You know, it was really, it was just really special. And like you said, I mean, the development in Superman the animated series, I mean, is literally bar none. I mean, I still yeah. think it's quintessential Superman, right? I mean, what do we, you know, John Byrne, Superman, Christopher Reeve, Superman movies, and probably Superman the animated series, I would argue is what people really go to in regards to superman but you just literally said it i mean the amount of maturity that was in superman the animated series while being a kid's show was really more of an adult oriented show it was just it like you you're not going to get that level of i guess development anymore in animation i don't think with superhero shows
0: no i i totally agree because it you know it wasn't afraid to you know it did the same thing obviously that you know the same producers and everything that did batman the animated series they were like well let's tell more you know you know in this case they can go kind of wild and crazy with like outer space stuff and you know and you know superman traveling to you know like you know there's the episode uh brave new metropolis where it's a different timeline and stuff like that and you know they couldn't they didn't not that they couldn't have done it with batman the made series they just didn't want to which was mm-hmm. fine. They wanted to keep it grounded and realistic, you know, so to speak, even with characters like Clayface or Killer Croc. Um, yeah. But with Superman, it's like right off the bat, you know, I mean, the first episode he's technically not even in, you know, yeah. ex- except as a baby uh, or a little toddler, you know, it's, it's all jor Um And that's, and that was, you know, I remember watching it and thinking this is like, this is kind of weird. Like it, Where's Superman? And Mm that's that's something that would be done, like you know, like if Superman and and Lois had, you know, had a more traditional startup. You know what I mean? If that had been like the first Superman show for the Arrowverse, it Mm -hmm. it would have done something like that. But and the cool thing was that it also didn't, it 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 uh, it wasn't just this like one off thing. Oh, wouldn't it be cool to start on a new planet? It's like no, it sets up right away that Brainiac is the villain. Mm-hmm. And and putting Brainiac on Krypton, which hadn't been done before, like they were the ones that did that. They they were so it just like Batman. They made series. So many things they did, you know, got adapted into the comic books, and that's incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm so with you. It, it's it's crazy that you know, like you said, Batman animated series is really more realistic and it was more grounded. And mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. You know, and I would argue, Superman animated series is like really just true to the character of Superman, I would think, you know, it's just so quintessential. The development is there. You know, I've long said it, you know, it's not about how many tall buildings Superman can leap off of, you know, it's not how many bad guys he can punch, you know, it's not even about how much you can deconstruct Superman. Uh, It's just really boils down to how you develop him, even in an animated show. And I believed he was Superman from the start. I mean, what he went through, I mean, it was like a season's worth of stuff just happened in an episode. It was like yeah, crazy. I mean, Brainiac, Metallo, Lobo, Dark Side. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, the episodes with Dark Side. Like, the- and those I'm were dark. dark. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me, tell me it's a kid's show again. And I will gladly debate that with you again. Yep. Um, Even mm-hmm. the ones with Brainiac. I mean, so it's just the amount of lore that I guess they put into the show too was just like amazing, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. went from easily being just a regular superman show to being more of a dc universe show right i mean eventually we get flash and then we get green lantern we get multiple appearances of batman which were arguably i'm sure some of people's most favorite episodes and rightfully so they're they're absolutely amazing and um, (laughs) and then you get some team-ups with some villains that you never thought you would get so it's just they they just really were on the money with the show and you know it's like we said, you know, while it may not have been Batman, the animated series or Justice League, the animated series, you know, it's for a lot of people. It is quintessential Superman. And I will never debate that because I think it really is.
0: I I think, you know, when, when I was rewatching the show in le- leading up to this, you know, not that I really need an excuse to rewatch it, but there was some stuff yeah. I, I, I wanted to watch. I was like, I want to see some of the episodes that had the um, the characters that were created for the show, you know, uh, you know, really, you know, and I, I made a list, uh, so, because I, I was going through it going, man, there, there are a lot of characters that they created, um, like, for example, Mercy Graves, you know, who's now, um, who's been on Supergirl, who's, um, you know, been, it, she was in, uh, Batman v Superman, you know, so, you know, and yep. is in the comic books now, these care a character like that, a character like, um, who else am I looking at here, um, Livewire another one you know that just yeah. is transcended the media and had a really cool arc i think on supergirl um, mm-hmm. i liked the actor that played her there um, there's lori petty in the anime series and i always loved me some lori petty um, yep. i had a huge crush on her back in the day watching um, a league of their own
1: <laughs> nice um,
0: but nope. uh, but yeah you know it just they it was re- it's really interesting to see that you know they they weren't afraid to be like like the creators have said this in like the dvds and stuff that they were like superman didn't have a had didn't have as great of a rogues gallery as like as like batman or some of the other characters so they had to like pump up the villains and you know you get a guy like metallo okay he's from the comics that's cool kryptonite heart you know but let's let's find let's say like there's an electricity villain like uh we'll we'll call it live wire and Mm -hmm. and not only that not but they gave her uh, an arc where she was a shock jock that hated Superman. And, you know, and I and I kind of thought of like watching that episode, watching like a Trump rally almost where she's just like, you know, boo Superman and like screaming and it's raining and the police and Superman mm-hmm. are like, you got to get out of here. And and they're like, no, we're not leaving. We're not going anywhere. And then like, then she gets electrocuted and turns <laughs> into live wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like, man, like this is. This is more impressive than I remember, and I remember liking this character, but now I'm sitting here going, "This is incredible like she has she has a story. she's not just mm-hmm. a villain, you know she's There's more to it than that, and that mm-hmm. that's so important with with the, these characters and making a show like this stand the test of time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so with you know even you know more obscure villains like say parasite, right? Yeah. I mean. Who would have ever thought that, you know, he would be one of people's most favorite villains in a Superman? Just anything. I mean, I yeah. see all the time people want to see him mm-hmm. again. And I would argue it's because Superman the animated series did that for a lot of people. I mean, yep. even, you know, Lobo. I mean, he's not as popular if it's not for Superman the animated series. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Bizarro. I mean, the episodes with Bizarro were really like emotional and just. Like out of this world. I mean, it was crazy at the time to even think, like, see that episode. So it's, yep. it's just, it's crazy, just really how, and then of course, like, the wizard. I mean, how could I forget that? I mean, the one where he shows up with the flash. I mean, yeah, JJ, I would have never known, and I'm going to be honest here, your, your listeners might be blown by this, but like, I would have never known what the flash race was had mm-hmm. it not been for this series. Yeah. Had it, had it not been for many anime series, I'm like, because I, I didn't know who the Flash was at the time. This thing came up before Justice League, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. Flash, man, this guy looks really, really cool. And he's messing with Superman. This is awesome. And he's faster than Superman. What is this? Yeah. Uh, and then it's just, and then you get like the race at the end. And it's just awesome. I mean, and now it's the one thing in live action that everybody wants to see again. <laughs> and rightfully so.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's so, it, and it's funny you say that because I, I think most of the Superman characters you you know a character like Lobo, like Darkseid. I don't think I knew who Darkseid was until the show. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's technically not not a Superman villain. He's more of a DC overall villain. You know, but um, either way, it was like this. You know, like who is this guy? You know, this is, you know, this this guy's interesting. And and you know, enough can't be said about like the the just like with Batman, the the vocal performances were mm. out. Standing. i mean yep. there's a reason that when you know they they're doing stuff with lex luther they call clancy brown you know like yep. he's still playing lex Luthor 25 years later michael ironside was was on harley quinn season two i yep. was like I, I was more excited for him voicing you know harley quinn than some of like the the bigger celebrity guests you know it's like oh it's christopher maloney as Chris- christian Commissioner gordon you know oh, it's Kay- kaylee cuoco as harley and that's cool and then they're like oh yeah michael mm-hmm. Ironside's coming back and i was like that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he just sounds amazing as as Ooh. the character and you know and 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 was also malleable as the character the same way that um kevin conroy has done funnier batman stuff but yep this being not that they were making fun of Darkseid, but Darkseid's in a sillier environment and he's yeah. still pulling it off. Mm. Um, and, you know, in his, uh, you know, the one of the episodes I, I love to rewatch is the Apocalypse Now episode, the two-parter, um, when he shows up and he basically just kicks the shit out of Superman. Oh my gosh. And it's just, and there's a big part of me that's just like, he, Superman's gonna die. Like this guy, mm-hmm. this guy's way more powerful than him. And I mm-hmm. like never thought you'd say that about anybody being more powerful than Superman. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a that's a really great point that you make. I think you know what I really love most about this show too is how believable it was too. Right, like it's even when you probably knew that Superman was gonna win in the end, you believe that the threats were real. Like you believe there was a chance that these villains can go toe to toe with him. And I know we might as well just stay on the subject of Darkseid because he's arguably i think the villain that people go to the most i would say and talk about a villain that's menacing i mean like my goodness i mean just for, like what they were able to pull off an animation i mean my god he literally like lasered somebody out of existence yeah and like Darkseid. i mean that was that's pretty damn dark for a kid's yeah. show
0: that that was and that's some you know and again the, the acting really selling it where Superman, you know, tries to fight Darkseid. He disappears and he just beats the shit out of the tank. And it's just like, oh my god! It you're and we're in the audience, just sitting there going, "Did that really just happen?" Like yeah. they just killed off a major character on this show. Like that's mm-hmm. insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and like I also, was, I think I don't know if we were really gonna get into this now or later, but you know, even like the the last two episodes, I believe they were Legacy, right? Where it's uh. Uh, yeah, I'd say kind of mind control Superman and thinking thinking that he's his son that he raised him. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a ploy to take over Earth. I mean, it's probably the darkest thing that I think has ever happened. Superman just just in general. I mean, what they do in those two episodes, I mean, like, holy moly. And then it's like it ends and it's kind of one of those abrupt endings where like you think that they could have continued the series on mm-hmm. from that point. And then because I wasn't really able to pinpoint two and two together, really, JJ, because, you know, it carries over in the justice league. Right. And it's yep. the world still hates Superman at that point. You know, they still don't trust him. So I love that. It's still like in continuity and it, it's not until like justice league unlimited when I think he gains their trust back. So it's kind of really beautiful. Just how everything is so like correlated, I guess.
0: Yeah. It it's, you know, and, and I love that they did have that continuity there because that, you know, that says a lot. I mean, that's that and that was kind of new to superman you know because batman had some continuity of course but um for the most part they were standalone episodes uh and most of superman is too but like i said the first episode literally sets up brainiac being kind of a a lifelong villain you know for for superman Mm -hmm. um and you know one one thing i wanted to get into with you that i i was realizing re-watching it is like you know i think the most underappreciated part of the show is clark kent because mm-hmm. clark kent is just he's not the bumbling you know oh, oh shucks you know gee golly you know, miss lane you know he's mm-hmm. he's just kind of a an unassuming regular guy and i think that's a cool way to do it where he's just sort of like you know he even i think i forget what episode it is exactly um it might be the first lobo episode when uh, you know, he's talking to Lois and she's like, Kent, how'd you get this? How'd you get this story? And he's like, well, Lois, the truth is I'm Superman, but I pretend to be a reporter uh, so I can hear the news. And <laughs> yeah. she goes, you're sick, Kent. And he's like, hey, you asked. And I just I laughed at that because it's like he's just, you know, you would never suspect Clark being Superman because he's just kind of the quiet, normal guy in the corner, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he's a cool guy, yeah, I guess. But then but nobody thinks anything of it and if he disappears everybody's just kind of like oh yeah well well he's got he's a reporter he's gonna go report on something right
1: <laughs> yeah you know honestly i love that you said that because i guess it's really is so modern in a sense too right? like yeah you know i know people love the whole bumbling you know gork not gorky dorky you know geeky <laughs> i don't make it up words here uh, just dorky geeky aspect of clarkham but you know i think that's kind of such a niche cliche thing about the character. So I think he's beyond being that. So I love, like you just said, that he's just a regular guy. He's just a reporter out in the field doing his thing. And I think it's really more realistic that, you know, he's just a normal, regular guy that just may wear glasses and maybe is a little nerdy, but he's not like bumbling and cackling. All the time. I mean, my God, he's literally hanging out with this beautiful woman, literally <laughs> for eight hours of his day. Every day that doesn't get any more realistic than that. Yeah. Um. And I, and I also love that, you know, what you just said too, because I think what we just saw in Superman and Lois, where it's really developing Clark Kent more than you're developing Superman, I think is what's more important because, you know, Superman, you know, is who he is or what he does, but, you know, Clark Kent is who he is. So that's arguably the most important element is that, you know, you're making Clark Kent believable as much as you're making Superman believable.
0: And you know, and that's something that is is happening much more in the in the comics and in in the more modern interpretations like Man of Steel and and you know Superman and Lois nowadays as opposed to uh you know like and you know we all love Christopher Reeve and there's and there's no, you know, there's no slight against him, but in the way they treated those movies was that Superman was the person and Clark Kent was the disguise. And mm-hmm. you know, as as the modern approaches have gone on, they're like everybody's sort of been like no i think we need to focus more it's, you know it's part of the reason that batman begins the first hour is all about bruce wayne
1: we need yeah. to
0: we need to fall in love with bruce wayne before we can root for batman the same way with man of steel we got to root for clark kent you know we got to be on his side or else like who cares about superman mm. um and i think the show did a good job of that of just having him just be like a regular guy you know because otherwise if he's bumbling around he's drawing attention to himself you know right yeah <laughs> um, but uh, another thing the show did really really well, um, you know, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, was Lex Luthor. I mean, oh, this wow. is, I mean, you know, outside of uh, live action, you know, Michael Rosenbaum is king, but like Clancy Brown, I mean, that he is Lex Luthor. You know, so mm-hmm. when he comes back for anything, I'm I you know I I'm I hear it and I'm like, there was a, a Lego movie they did years ago, one of the kid Lego movies, mm-hmm. and I saw a preview for it and. Immediately, it was Clancy Brown saying, "I'm gonna break you all out of Arkham Asylum,"
1: and I was like, oh, "That's Lex Luthor." <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure you might feel the same way, but you know, I personally love just Lex Luthor in this animated series. It may if I gotta take Michael Rosenbaum out of the equation, this is the best Lex Luthor that we've ever had. I think you know, just yep. him being more of the maniacal, just behind the scenes businessman that you know, is the man by hire. I don't know how you may say that, but you probably know what I mean. But, you know, just the guy that hires the villains to do his dirty work for him, I think is how you make Lex Luthor. You know, I personally, and this may be a hot take, maybe it's not, but, you know, I've personally never been a fan of when Lex Luthor himself goes up against Superman. I think that's kind of a cliche. I don't like mm-hmm. him in the solo shoot going up against Superman. I mean, I want to see Superman going up against his rogues gallery. I think having a behind the scenes businessman that's orchestrating all these things around Superman, I think is the way to go. So I think in that sense, I really, really dug the series and I love that they didn't pin Lex Luthor against Superman much later until Justice League. Yeah. Justice League Unlimited. I think that was the absolute right choice. No,
0: I, I totally agree because I always thought of Lex as being, you know, kind of the, 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 He's the mastermind. He's the one yeah. that's orchestrating everything, you know, and, and, and there's something about like Clancy Brown's take on the character where he's just, he's kind of, he's kind of charming, but he also, you just don't, you're not, but you just, I,
1: you, you, about, you love to hate him.
0: Yeah. it's like there's, <laughs> some, there's something about him. Like when he's talking, it's like, it's, yeah. it's sort of like a politician in a way. It's like, I mean, he's saying the right things, but I feel like there's something else underneath and. You know, um, and I think that having that kind of character really just, you know, who is just, he's just, he's a very, I mean, he's just a bad guy. And we didn't really get much of his, like, backstory or anything like that. Um, And I don't think we really needed it. Like, we just, with him, we just needed to know, like, he's the bad guy. He's going to get what he wants. And, you know, like, there was uh, the episode where he's kidnapped by Brainiac. And... He's okay. like, you know, building a new Brainiac suit. And then, and there's all this abuse like with Mercy and she just kind of takes it. It's it's this like sad realism to their relationship. Like, you know, she can't kind of can't get away. Eventually she did in Justice League. But in yeah. this situation, she doesn't, she feels powerless next to him. And, you know, Superman even feels powerless next to him. Mm. Um, the only one that really like kind of gives him any shit is lois lane <laughs> you know uh-huh. uh she's the only one that really like kind of gets under his skin we're not not she's not the only one that gets under his skin but you know yeah. stands mm-hmm. up to him in a way that uh does piss him off rather than just like you know i mean superman does too but when lois says that it, it's just
1: <laughs>
0: it, it it means something more because she's human you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. yeah um, i you know it's almost like you you can probably compare mercy and lex to joker and harley i would say too you know they had a little bit of that kind of going on too but you know i am i'm totally with you you know there was you can tell even like the adventures of lois and clark Mm -hmm. kind of took a lot of inspiration from superman the animated series i think too where it's lex Luthor is kind of really always that foil that's in superman's way Mm -hmm. a lot but it's not until he really really needs to where lex gets involved but it's you know he's always there, and I think that's the the most brilliant way to do it, right? Where it's you no, know, if it wasn't Brainiac, it was Lex Luthor, and if it wasn't Lex Luthor, it was Darkseid. Yeah. So those are probably the three pillar villains, I would say. No, I really I, go up against Superman. Uh,
0: no, I, I I totally agree. The, and but I like that you know, we did get a, a decent, um, you, you know, good exposure with the, the supporting cast, and you know, not not necessarily like Perry White. You know, he's in a lot of the episodes and he's always just kind of the one barking at everybody.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but I love that, you know, they, uh, you know, a lot of attention was put on Jimmy Olsen. And and I'll admit to not being a fan of Jimmy Olsen because I think he got super dated with his look. Like now he just looks super 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even yeah. back then, I, I remember not really liking it too much because I felt like everybody else was sort of timeless. But Jimmy looks super duper. 1996 (laughs) um but you know the but i really loved um you know like the jimmy but jimmy also wasn't like you know the uh, the the same with clark you know he's not the the uh gee golly whiz mr mr kent you know (laughs) he he was just he was just kind of a nice kid that was you know doing his thing and um hanging out with lois lane taking pictures and just um a, a really more grounded performance of jimmy that i don't think has ever hasn't really been done since you know not really mm-hmm. uh because yeah. everybody else do you know goes the gee golly whiz you know <laughs> mr kent and we could argue that we technically never saw jimmy in smallville <laughs> i mean you know he kind of did but i don't oh god let's not get in there yeah <laughs> that's that's a whole other conversation <laughs> but i did love aaron ashmore as, as jimmy uh agreed in my mind he's always jimmy mm-hmm. uh, but you know um but you know it's like the daily planet had you know was full of real people doing uh, you know um, and and that kind of made a difference you know because it would have been so easy to make the show just so cheesy and wild and you know when you have a you know lobo who's you know flying in on a flying motorcycle and (laughs) you know and he's and he's just you know frigga fragger, fragger, you know the whole time yeah but there's still some like you know reality and something we can latch on to with you know with lois and jimmy and, and even lex to an extent it's just like like wow like this is this is kind of hitting home for me because i feel like you know like you were saying you know i'm not watching a kid's show i'm watching something that you know i can watch with my kid yep. but it's there's stuff that's happening in it where i'm sitting there going whoa, this is this is real this is mature yep
1: yeah, I, I'm totally with you about Jimmy, too. You know, it's not something that I really didn't think of too often, but I think, you know, there was an episode where it's like Superman's friend or my friend or something like that. Where uh, it's,
0: yeah, Superman's pal. Yeah,
1: Superman's pal, you know, where he gives him the iconic like Superman watch where, yeah. you know, if he ever needs anything, Superman always answers the call. And that's honestly parts of the show that I didn't appreciate at the time. But now when I do we watches, I appreciate even more because it's Those were it was like those kind of elements that really added the human aspect to Superman where it's he's so inspirational, he's so likable, you know, he trusts humanity probably more than humanity trusts him, you know. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Olsen was just inspired by Superman. He wanted to be his pal and Superman was like yeah, you're my pal, you know, I I, I love humanity, you know, I, I love Earth you know, you guys are my home. So I thought it was like little moments like that that, you know, I think really stood out to me and just like the way that it was humanity looked up to him and then humanity questioned him. And then at the end of his show, coincidentally enough, I know we already talked about it, but you know, mm-hmm. it's so crazy the way at the end of the show where it's humanity hates Superman. And it's such a weird, it's such a weird placement, right? Like if we didn't get Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, it's like, I don't know if that would really sit well with me, you know?
0: <laughs> that, I, I thought the same thing. I, And I feel like I can watch those episodes and appreciate them knowing that Justice League can, uh, came a couple years later because if it had just if it had just ended there i would have been like well that's a downer like you know i don't yeah. want i don't want to hate superman you know and mm-hmm. um i mean we as the audience we don't hate superman we're sitting there, like screaming at the tv going no it's he's he's not in control like dark side's screwing with him and yep. um but you know uh, let me let me ask you this though this is something that I, I struggle with a little bit with the show because superman is a little bit he's not as powerful as he is like in the comic books in the show they they depowered him a little bit so mm-hmm. that he can i guess they could have you know like the stakes like we were talking about before um did, did that ever like you know what, what's your take on it i guess i should say
1: mm-hmm. yeah um it's tricky because you know i'm also one where i don't think superman should be too powerful yeah. i think you know what makes them great is that you know he does not always have the answer i like when heroes don't always have the answer. I like when they have to struggle a little bit, but Mm -hmm. in Superman's case, yeah, I mean, you know me, I'd be pissed if I didn't say that I like a fully powered Superman that knows (laughs) what to do, how to react, you know, how to respond. But I think, you know, it actually made the show better that he got depowered several times and, you know, he didn't know how to defeat Darkseid. He didn't know how to go up against Brainiac. I think that's the part of superheroes that I think a lot of us really get, you know, mixed in where it's we want them to be all that we know they can be, but yeah. we also don't want it to be where it's not believable, right? Like it's, if Superman is too powerful, it's almost not believable, and it's yeah. almost not entertaining, right? Whereas you know, if he's just Superman, but he struggles every here and there, but you know that he's Superman, I think it adds a more interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. Um, I I like the idea that, you know, he, you know, it, it's you know like like lifting like lifting a helicopter or something it's like he can do yeah. it he's going to struggle a little bit but he can do it mm-hmm. you know um and i think that tim daly he must have just like mastered the painful grunt after <laughs> years doing it they've been
1: conroy man
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, i mean they're kings of it um, yeah and that's and that's another thing that i think tim daly was a good choice for the, the character because again tim daly is a very unassuming person you know and and not to like you know i'm not by making fun of him or anything Mm -hmm. but you know but if tim daly you know were to wear glasses take him off and run off as superman like i i don't think i would pick him out of a crowd i mean i probably would because he's famous but if i didn't know who he was i wouldn't be like you know i'd just be like oh there's a guy in the corner you know or Mm -hmm. there's there's clark kent in the corner um but yeah, but I think that Tim Daly was a really good casting. And I was a little bummed he didn't come back for uh, Justice League. But I think that George Newbern I think he's fantastic as Superman, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's uh, I was actually going to bring that point up, too, because, you know, it's it's crazy that, you know, I know I keep bringing up, you know, what came after. But, you know, it is kind of ironic that, you know, it's while it is still technically a continuity, you know, mm-hmm. I think Conroy still carries over. But, you know, it, like you said, it's a new voice. Uh, casted superman and it's it's almost like all the iterations of the heroes that we saw in superman animated series look different right like yeah. it's it's a different flash it's a different green lantern you know i don't think wonder woman was in superman yeah. animated series but um you know it's 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 ironic that you know they they kept the parts that i guess they wanted to keep and they just added new dynamics it was almost like batman animated series and mm-hmm. i guess new adventures of batman where it's you know they keep Everything else, but the I guess the aesthetic of the show, so that was kind of really interesting. But JJ, I want to actually, if that's okay with you, you know, there was one other I guess really big supporting character that I know. I want to get your thoughts on that. Supergirl, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. Superboy was not in the show, so it's it was Supergirl. So what did you think of just you know Supergirl later on in, in the season?
0: You know, th- this was my introduction to Supergirl. Actually, um, I think I knew of the movie, but had never yeah. seen it. Um, and then I tried to watch it a few years ago and I thought, I couldn't even finish it. Like, this movie's garbage. But, <laughs> but um, so I was actually super confused like when I would read comics and stuff that it was like, I mean, Supergirl is a ridiculous, you know, she's been retconned like a million times. Yeah. But, uh, so I was confused. I was like, oh, she's from Krypton? I thought she was from Argo, you know, because that's what they did in the show. They, yeah. they made a point to say, because I guess that was a mandate from DC. They're like, no, no, Superman is the last son of Krypton. I mean, yeah. a phantom criminal is one thing, but, uh, but if we're gonna bring in Supergirl, she has to be from another planet. So it's like, oh, so she's from the sister planet, and you know, that planet like went out of orbit when Krypton exploded, and you know, yada yada. But, uh, but I, I really liked the character because I thought that you know she, you know, it, it was it was cool to have that, uh, that female presence, you know yeah. that. I think is, is is kind of lacking in some of these shows. Sometimes, um, like in the original mm-hmm. animated series, Batgirls only hit like a handful of episodes. Uh, they changed that when they did the new Batman Adventures, um, right. and and I think that it was a good idea to be like, oh no, we need to have Supergirl here because you know we need that female audience to kind of come in too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm always you know, and I'm you know, ever since then, I've been a big Supergirl fan um you know i love the live action show um but um but yeah no i um i was so that was my like i said it was my introduction to the character so i was like i was like oh who's this and you know same way that i don't think it was my introduction to the other justly characters we were talking about but a character like sinestro showed up my mm-hmm. that was my introduction to him yeah. never seen him before um mm-hmm. weather wizard didn't know who he was you know um but uh yeah. But anyway, I've been rambling for like 30 minutes. <laughs> no, so let, no. Let, yeah. Uh, tell me your thoughts on, on Supergirl.
1: I mean, I it was like you, it was actually my introduction to Supergirl as well. And granted, I did unfortunately suffer through watching the movie as well <laughs> a, a few years later, you know, in, in my youth, though. Um, yeah. yeah. So but I, I agree with you. I think, you know, the presence that she added to the show at the time, I think, was so I think it made the show better to be quite honest. You know, I think, you know, she grounded Superman. and I think that's what Superman needs. You know, I think he needs a super girl. I think he needs a super boy. You know, I like when there's people that he interacts with, because, you know, it's this whole idea that, you know, he's always so lonely, you know, at the time that, you know, I love when other heroes get to interact with him. Yeah. And I love that it was the dynamic that, you know, it was, he finally has somebody that he can connect with, you know, from, his world that understands him better than he even understands himself and it's now it's the flip narrative where he understands the world he's on and yeah. but now she doesn't understand the world that he's on so it's right it's like you know they gotta he's, she's gotta teach him he's gotta teach her so i thought that was brilliant and then there was even times where you questioned i don't know can superman uh take out or can supergirl take out superman uh herself yeah. i don't know i think she maybe can i don't know <laughs> uh so you know that's always really interesting too i mean hey she's she's what carries the last two episodes in my opinion of the whole series so
0: yeah because yeah. she you know she's trying to maintain that superman's still on earth um and and then you know when he shows up with the the apocalypse army you know she she has to be the one to step up and try and fight him mm-hmm. and and i and it's such a chilling moment when like the military is attacking and they're like, Oh, we have this kryptonite missile. And they say, well, if we shoot it now, it's like, we're going to hit Supergirl too. And they're right. just like, and the general's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, that, that moment like shocked me where it's like, but she was but like, okay, like say what you will about Superman in this moment. You don't know the whole story, but she's like actively trying to save the world mm-hmm. from him. And you're just like, yeah, oh, screw it. Kill them both. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's heartbreaking, especially in the next episode. She's just, she's weak and she's um you know uh you know she because she's like she doesn't she didn't know what was going on she was like i i don't want to talk to you you know you know cal you're you're the bad guy now and Mm -hmm. and like lois helps kind of fix everything uh but that's the other major character we haven't really like we've screwed it around and talked a little bit but like you know as far as you know iconic lois lanes go i mean dana delaney is is up there you know if it you know who who's your favorite of the live action lois lane so far
1: oh i was anticipating this, qu- this question would come <laughs> up uh so jj i know you know it was uh obviously erica durance i think is my favorite mm-hmm. uh live action lois i think she's been like the the middle line between accurate lois lane and making lois lane an actual real character but mm-hmm. but but I'd be remiss if I didn't put Elizabeth Tolick as like a 1A now. I got to be honest. I mean, like, I just, I think she really carried that show for me. And like what, the way that she made level of charm and just realism that she brought to Lois Lane. I mean, it almost was better than anything Erica Durance did at times.
0: It You know, it's, it's, it's like, it's sort of in a way, it's unfair to judge them, partially because, so Elizabeth's older, so she's, so she has more experience yeah. than Erica did when Erica started, but Erica also played the character longer. So it's just like, it's this like, yeah you know, it's, it's apples and oranges a little bit, but we as fans like to rank things anyway. Um, but um, I, so I, I, I would agree with you that I think, you know, if, it, you know, it's like Erica Durant is one, then like Elizabeth Tulick is probably one A, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, But even then, it's like, you know, like we said about if we take them out of the equation, like we take Rosenbaum out of the equation, it's Dana Delaney. I mean, like, she just, she has this, this, like, fierceness and this, uh, she's like, she's funny, she's smart, you know, and, and I like that this is a Lois that isn't, like, ever really, like, sexualized, you know, like, this is, this is a real, like, career oriented woman, Mm-hmm. and she doesn't need to she gets by because she's tough she doesn't have to get by because like she's she's pretty you know mm-hmm. and i like that you know that she and clark have a really cool platonic friendship and she and superman flirt a little bit here and there and then you know the last episode they kiss um i don't think even in justice like i don't think she ever found out that clark was superman um Mm. now that I think about it I don't think she ever found out uh, but she um, uh, but she's but she's always kind of dating Superman but just like being best friends with Clark it's, so it's a little weird <laughs> <laughs> but I mean you know the but I love the characterization when you know she runs into danger to get the story and then and she never apologizes for who she is you know yeah. it's very true to the you know the lowest lane of like the like the original like, you know, 1938 comic, the Action Comics number one, and that lowest lane was just like, I'm getting the story. I don't care like how I got to do it, but I'm gonna do it. But she had like, but she also has a good moral center about her, mm. um, and it's it's tough to play that. You know, to have that, you know, and and even like the writing for her was good, where you know I never felt like, I never felt like she was an idiot. You know. <laughs> Like she's, yeah. she's a smart yeah.
1: person mm-hmm. yeah I'm I'm completely with you know it is kind of the whole damsel in distress kind of thing too but you know it's it's fine too I think you know for the most part it really does work in this show even for an animated series you know I wasn't questioning at the time you know I'm just like oh my god is Superman gonna get there is Superman gonna save her like you know it's like yeah, yeah of course he's gonna save her he's Superman that's gonna happen on Lois Lane I mean like come on right. uh, now maybe later in the series when we knew it was over and then you know maybe <laughs> I don't know maybe, maybe they do a big thing <laughs> I guess, which they did so that blew my mind yeah, yeah. um because there were consequences you know superman was not able to save people i love that about the the show that it, it wasn't you know he wasn't always there you know there were stakes you know there were consequences you know when that cop died and it happened literally right in front of his eyes it was like oh my goodness like it's yeah. so Um. Uh, but yeah i mean to go back to lois and i mean you know just her voice was just you know terrific it's just if if it's not Erica Durance and it's not Tulick, I mean she's who I picture Lois Lane. I mean, when I read a Superman comic and I see Lois Lane, I'm hearing David Delaney's voice. Come on. Yeah. I mean, let's it's just it just is what it is, right? So it's yeah, I'm totally with you, know, just the whole and it's also a product for its time too, right? I don't know if we were really getting into it too, but you know, it's she's a reporter, and then like you know, when you when you bring it back to modern day today, you know, it's why. I don't quite think like a daily planet show would work today. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a product for its times. You know, it's a newspaper industry, you know, it's not really as accurate. So, you know, a reporter really going in the field like that, I don't think kind of happens today. So it's what makes me appreciate Lois Lane as a character even more was that it is a product for its time was like, you know, that's literally what life was, right? Like, you know, before Twitter and Instagram and all this other social media stuff, you had to get down and dirty, right? You had to go in the streets. You had to do the reporting, yep. you know, you probably got in danger time and time. So that was realistic. So I I definitely appreciated that. And it does kind of come to life in the adventures of Lois and Clark too, I think, you know, mm. so I think that, that was a good kind of precursor to that. So I definitely agree with that, but I don't know if you, if you had any other thoughts on that too.
0: Um, I, you know, I, I think being a reporter nowadays is way different than being, that reporter back in 1996 uh yep. when they you know because i think nowadays like you know the, the news is constantly being questioned and you know and like facts are being questioned you know and people are gonna believe what they want and i do like that the show had a little bit of that like i mentioned before about live wire um, uh the character's real name is escaping me at the moment leslie something yes um yep. uh but yeah but she was very much like that where she you know, like Lois could report the truth, like, oh, Superman saves, you know, you know, somebody doing, you know, somebody blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. she would say, yeah, but the only reason Superman did that was because of this. And people would go, yeah, I believe it. So there's a weird, like, you know, re- reality to that. It wasn't weird. It's just my sad, I guess, would be the term. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but I think, yeah, being a reporter nowadays is way different than it was back then. I think that Superman and Lois does that really, really well with Lois. Um, yep. And I, and I think that that should be commended. Uh, and speaking of Superman and Lois, I mean, you're, I'm not all the way caught up. I'm like halfway through the show, um, but I did know like the twist of, you know, quote unquote, Captain Luther, um, which I thought was a brilliant twist. Um, and I got to say that that's a character that we didn't get enough of in Superman, the animated series with Steel. Mm. um like john henry irons was you before we were before we were recording i talked about i was like wasn't there a robocop episode yeah. and and there, and there kind of was because there's this you know guy in a police suit you know basically he looks like robocop and he does stuff like superman does you know he's got a laser and it comes out of his finger but he still has a laser and he has you know he shoots he shoots rockets and flies and is super strong you know mm-hmm. just like you know, a lot of stuff that Superman can do. I mean, Superman doesn't shoot rockets out of himself, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, unless it's like a, one of the 50s comics where I think he shot little Supermen out of his fingers. Really weird, really <laughs> weird stuff that they did back then. Um, but uh, that's a real thing. You all can Google that. Um, but, uh, you know, so John Henry Einstein was the one that made the suit and was like, Mr. Luther, we shouldn't be doing this. And, you know, he stood up for himself. Luther was like, hey, you work for me. You do what I say. And he was like, "No, oh, not anymore. Mm. He throws his badge down. Um, And then I think he's only steel in like two episodes. Um, Not, not very much was, which is unfortunate, but he's another one that got is sort of dated. He's very nineties black guy with the (laughs) earring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just like, like, come on, man. Um, But, uh, but you know, for Star Trek fans, it was Michael Dorn playing, which is super cool. Um, Michael Dorn's uh, awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's just, but you know, another issue I had with that character is that, they gave him the, the shack suit, <laughs> like he didn't yeah. wear the comic book suit, he wore like the shack suit. And I was just, I remember being bummed about that because I was like, Man, I think it's cool that he wore like a Superman suit because he was inspired by Superman, mm-hmm. and that's stayed the same in the show. But they just gave him the shack suit. I guess it was probably a mandate by Warner Brothers, like, Oh, we're releasing this movie, he's got to look like this, right. um, even though that movie is all kinds of bad. That is a ridiculous <laughs> movie, man. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but I mean, I, I'm with you too. You know, Steel was, I mean, I'm glad you reminded me because I mean, like, that was, a, I actually really like that episode. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's, it's interesting too, like you said, I mean, you know, Steel, you know, for people that know Superman, you know, Death of Superman is really where that comes from, you know, reign of yep. Superman, I should say. So it's, mm-hmm. it really is a testament to, you know, the amount of mythos that I guess they play with in this show was honestly, like, amazing, right? I mean, yeah. Grandy, you know, so Supergirl, Steel is here. Um, No Superboy, but, you know, it's for a, for a show at the time, you know, they really did give us a lot. And I do wish we had seen more of Steel. You know, I think mean, he is a great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of not necessarily maybe rival Superman, but, you know, I mean, in a perfect world, I mean, he can be the war machine in right. the DC universe if they really wanted to, DC. Get on that. Uh, I mean, Seriously. it's right in the palm of your hands. I mean, what are you doing? Uh, right. I mean, so... Cause he is. I mean he's he's a engineer mechanical engineer who builds suits. I mean it's seems like a partnership that I'd be all in for. So it's and I think Superman needs that, right? I think he needs while I think he needs more super powered beings, you know, in his corner, mm-hmm. I think it's also important to have non super powered beings yeah. in his corner too, which is why that I'm all for Lois being, you know, team Superman, for why Jimmy being in the full, for why still being his ally when he needs him the most, you know, because yeah. I think it's, yeah, we love when Batman and Superman team up, right? It's awesome. But, you know, we also love when Superman teams up with other people. Yep. So, I'm with yep. you on that one.
0: Yeah, I and the show did did a good job of that. Of, uh, I guess one of the original ideas was that Superman was going to team up with a different hero in every episode, and they didn't mm-hmm. go that route, but they did incorporate that, you know. We got the Aquaman episode, we got a Green Lantern episode, we got the Flash episode, you know, Batman. Dr. Fade, that's a oh great episode. Uh
1: that
0: and that actually that episode I remember watching as a kid. That scared me. Like that, oh, that
1: scary episode, that, man. <laughs>
0: that that when Superman tries to find grab the, the gem or whatever, and then that Oof. like shadow monster chases him. I was like, Oof. this is scary. <laughs> um so again, you know, not really a kid's show. Um, but it's and I think it's great having those other characters there. Um and you know, and having characters like like Lobo where it's like Lobo is not, he's not a, he's, he's not a hero. He's also not really a villain. He's just doing a job. And, you know, and, and they played with that a lot, like, and you know, his first two episodes, you know, a couple, he came back for later. And even when they brought him back in justice league, it's just, mm-hmm. he's hilarious, you know? Um, And I, and I love that we got, there, there was so much that they did in the show. And it's funny you talk about Superboy. I didn't even think about that, that he's not in the show at all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I but I love the idea that, you know, we had there was the Legion of Superheroes were in an episode, you know, just yeah all, all this cool stuff from Superman lore that, you know, fans like us got introduced to. You know, it's like suddenly it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like of course I knew who like Luther was because I had seen, you know, Lois and Clark and I'd seen the Superman movies. So I knew all that. Yep. You know, um, I think I knew who Brainiac was. Actually, no, I take that back. I don't think I knew who Brainiac was. Um, mm-hmm. I think Lex was the only one I really knew, because uh, I remember being confused why it, it's Jaxer and Mala, it's not Zod. There's, right, It's probably yeah, some I, dumb yes, reason for that. But
1: <laughs> yes, I had the same thought at the time. I didn't. I I thought they was. I thought it was Zod at the time. Yeah, almost like my whole life. I didn't even like catch that until like years later. That's so interesting. You brought up. Yeah, we're we're on sync on that one.
0: <laughs> I, I and there and maybe there was some sort of legal thing with Warner Brothers, because I think they've had the dumbest fucking rules like like you yeah. know they couldn't they couldn't have bruce wayne on smallville for no reason you know like oh we're, we're gonna do a movie it's like well you're but also we'll doing have
1: everybody a, else <laughs>
0: but, but you're doing a superman movie too and you have a show about clark kent doesn't make any <laughs> damn sense but it's fine yeah it's it's been over for a long time so that's fine yeah but uh but yeah it you know uh and i like that the superman show got them back into doing um uh batman because like i think the new batman look and joker look appeared in this show first and then they did it was sort of like a backdoor pilot into the rebooted show Mm -hmm. um you know which had which i i don't like that look for the joker i think it looks silly um but i'm also you know and to be with peter vera on this i missed the yellow oval on batman i'm like where where the hell is that but but either way uh I love that that gave us the new Batman adventures and then gave us Batman beyond even, you know, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, in, and then, you know, and then justice league, of course um, when, you know, Superman guest starred on Batman beyond uh, played by not Tim Daly, but Christopher McDonald who played <laughs> yeah. so that was So that was a weird casting choice, but what, what are you going to do? Right. But, um, but yeah, you know, and I think it's great to have a show like this that, like I said, introduced us as fans. Like, you know, we knew who Superman was because I think that I always kind of joke that I feel like people are just born knowing things. Like for some reason, like we're like born, you know, like it's, it's a term that's in the zeitgeist, right? Just be like, how many times a day are you going to hear somebody who's not a Superman fan say something like, like, oh man, like I chocolate chip cookies are my kryptonite. You know, I just,
1: <laughs> you yeah. know what
0: I mean? It's just like somebody will say something like that and even if they've never read a Superman comic, maybe saw a movie once, you know. it that's that stuff's in the zeitgeist, yeah. um, but uh, and it's great to have this show that we can point to and say, "Hey, this made us Superman fans," you know. Yep, and that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm completely with you. you. Know, I I'm always gonna have just the most bonus memories just watching this show. You know, I'm glad that I was one of the, and you know, I'm not discrediting you know this generation but you know like i said in the beginning you know there was just something about living in that early 2000s i guess you know for you watching you know going in that 90s or of when these shows were airing right it was just sitting down at the table watching the shows if you know if your parent introduced you to it and you watched it with your parent or you know maybe you what you just watched it by yourself but you know it's it was you had to have been there for these shows at the time right and When I got to say, you know, trying to get somebody in a Superman, you know, it's Superman the animated series, you know, because while I love Christopher Reeve movies, I think they're essential Superman, you know, it's they are dated, you know, they're they are going to be hard for people to understand at that Superman. So it's really, it boils down to Superman the animated series. And I guess Superman and Lois, you know, because Smallville is really niche now. I mean, we're seeing a lot of that, you know, today, yeah. JJ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's well, you know, Smallville was, is, is also very specific in its storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's hard to call it Superman, even though he does all these Superman things before he's all ever right. really Superman. Um, and, you know, and I go back and forth on that where I'm like, well, I think it's great. And other times I go, well, it's kind of dumb. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, that's a conversation <laughs> for another day. But, um, but yeah, but I, but I love that the show, you know, despite, you know, Jimmy and, and John Henry Irons, you know, their looks are a little dated, but, uh, but for the most part, the show is, is fairly timeless. Just like, I think um, the, you know, Batman, the main series was timeless, you know, that when they were making this show, they, they put a lot of care and, and time into it. And you can tell because, you know, there's, there's great characters in it, you know, and we expect, you know, Lois to be, you know, kind of the charging into the, charging into the scene to get the story we expect Mm -hmm. lex to be evil you know uh we expect superman to be heroic but all these other characters that we started to fall in love with like like you know dan turpin who you know was killed by dark side that's that's where we're like oh my god did that really just happen and we're and we're getting this great supporting cast that you know i think superman has always had but they get fleshed out so much more and it's so exciting and again you know as we've been saying over and over again it's like this ain't no kids show you know like this is this is something I think kids can watch and enjoy but we as adults can still watch it and go man like this there's some there's some great stories being told here Mm -hmm. Um, a good example being the the episode the late Mr. Kent where the one cop frames you know or tries you know frames some guy back in the day I don't remember the exact storyline. I I did not have time to rewatch it last night, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, he tries to kill Clark. So, you know, and it's, you know, he goes back to the Kent house and he's like, he's like, I got to figure out something. If I'd go crazy, if I had to be Superman all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and just something real like that, like he, he needs a break. He needs to not be Superman all the time, but when he is Superman, he's, he's, you know, he's going to kick some ass. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm completely with you because, you know, you know Grant, I have multiple favorite episodes. Like, I almost can't even do a top ten. It's like, the whole series is my favorite episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but, I mean, like, two of them that I really always stick out to me, you know, one's a little more lesser known, but you know, like, Girls' Night Out, I think, is a really great episode, right? I mean, because it's yeah. Supergirl and all teaming up against Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. I mean, you know, one of them, it's, it's kind of what we want, like, you know, right now. So, um, yeah. I mean, if, if you're paying attention. Uh, so, <laughs> I like really think I really think that's how what Warner Brothers should do. I think put those four together, put them in a movie together, and yeah, have at it. But you know, another one is also nighttime, where yes. it's you know, it's an episode where Superman impersonates Batman because Batman's missing because Bernie had kidnaps Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, for a plot that I'm not gonna get into because it gets confusing at times. But uh <laughs> it's just awesome. I mean, you know, Superman's literally dressing up as Batman, he's hanging out with Tim Drake. He's mm-hmm. literally impersonating Bruce Wayne's voice yep. or Batman's voice which is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And then he's going up against Batman's villains. I mean, it's it, it it was like amazing. And then of course we get the world's finest Batman Superman animated movie through this show. Yep. Uh so I mean that's a whole nother like I mean that was like revolutionary as a we, kid, I mean.
0: I I agree because they're there was no movie to compare it to. There were the comics, sure, and, you know, I, I'd read a bunch of Justice League comics as a kid, uh, but seeing it and and just the way they interacted was so true to the characters that, you know, it... And I loved, you know, that's and it's one of my favorite moments in all the animated shows when, you know, he, you know, x-rays Bruce's mask and he, he sees that, you know, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And okay. then... And then Batman follows him home, and figures oh. out that Clark Kent is Superman. Is just so good. So, it's just like it's like okay, like these guys are on on level with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and and every time you know the nighttime episode is brilliant, one of the best things Warner Brothers has ever produced. Um, but even when he came back in the Rachel Ghoul episode, you know, it's like none of these things felt like these like corporate mandated things like okay well we gotta have a Batman Superman episode it felt like oh no this is this this makes sense why they're teaming up this makes sense why they're um uh, you know why they're kind of at odds or whatever um uh, mm-hmm. you know like brain like brainiac keeping or kidnapping uh Bruce Wayne it's like you could almost roll your eyes at that synopsis <laughs> but at the same time Go it's ahead. like no it makes sense in context of the of the show and it mm-hmm. totally worked. I never questioned it. I wasn't sitting there going oh, well, here we go, the, the annual crossover that, you know, they have to do, um, and, not, and I'm not trying to make fun of the <laughs> CW shows, because I love those crossovers, um, yeah. but it, again, it, it was something, it's something that feels like, oh, no, this this is real, this is organic, and, uh, and it makes me excited for the next time it's going to happen, but I'm also not, like, um, but I'm not, like, not liking the other episodes because they're not as good you right. know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. it's like they're on a different level but the ones without batman the ones without the other justice league they're they're still great episodes you know mm-hmm. like i said like you know the the lobo episode is probably one of my favorites you know the main man yeah. episodes uh they're fantastic mm-hmm. um and stuff that i like to watch and it's like starro yeah <laughs> starro was in that and shows up later in batman beyond which is insane you know <laughs> yep um and then he was in the Suicide Squads. So.
1: Yeah, um,
0: crazy. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: And and like JJ, you know, I'm totally with you. Know you know, and I know that Superman animated series was a big deal mm-hmm. at the time too because he appears in Static Shock.
0: Yeah, you know, which yeah. is
1: that's another lesser you know niche animated show that is so underrated that you haven't had a chance to watch. I mean, watch I, Static Shock. It's so good. So I mean, it's so, Superman's there, right? So yep. yeah
0: yeah this is you know the show you know it 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 is under under underappreciated underrated however you want to word it but it you know it's it's such a shame because it's so well written it's you know it's you know and it's funny you bring up static shock like I mean they just they weren't missing when they were making these shows like I mean static shock more than the rest of them had some really real stuff in it, you know, and that yep. they could they could tackle because the main character being black and all that. Mm-hmm. Um really fantastic stuff that I even watching as a kid, I was like, whoa, like this is this is yep. saying something. Um but you know with, with Superman, like we got these we can have really fun, cool episodes like, you know, the Titano episode, you know, where he's just this giant, you know, chimpanzee like smacking <laughs> Superman around. Yep. Um and then we can get a really uh you know much you know the the darker episodes like with dark side, um, or even like you know, one of my favorite episodes, probably that, my those, favorite
1: yeah. those toy man ones were pretty dark, though. Oh, they, I, they, I, oh, I, I gotta got admit. No, you <laughs> no, you're absolutely
0: right. Um, and even but even better, uh you know, but they could go run the gamut with the genre and have Miss Spidlick, you know, one of the, the that first episode with him is i i rewatch that frequently i gilbert godfrey is inspired casting like whoever said that in the casting you know room or whatever when they were like oh who should we cast this is like oh gilbert godfrey and they deserve all the emmys (laughs) you know it's probably andrea romano she's a genius but um but yeah but that episode is just so much fun to watch Mm because it's so goofy and weird and then um and then you know, and then like two episodes later, it's like, oh yeah, Darkseid's gonna kill Dan Turpin, or you know, <laughs> you know, Supergirl is teaming up with Batgirl. And it's just like, man, what is this show? Um mm-hmm. and it's and it and I think for that reason alone, the fact that it wasn't afraid to bend the rules and do different things with its characters as the story dictated, um, it stands the test of time, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm so with you, you know, I guess to kind of bring it, you know, back full circle to the beginning where you know you had asked me you know why it may not be as appreciated you know and it really is kind of begs the question right I mean Mm -hmm. I had no idea you know the amount of like non I guess maybe just respect that I guess the show has had throughout time I mean this is a show that you know Batman animated series is so accessible right anybody can watch it Mm -hmm. at any time it's literally everywhere you can still buy the DVDs I'm sure it's on HBO Max it was on DC Universe, but I'm like, where was Superman, the animated series? I mean, it's it's crazy to think that for a show that is about Superman, it's not even accessible for people to get. I mean, JJ, if I didn't have, you know, those DVD sets, mm-hmm. they're not even in Blu-ray, which that's awesome that they're finally yeah. uh, remastering that in Blu-ray. It is about damn time. Uh, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> if, if I didn't have those DVD sets, you know, my dad didn't pick those up for me. I mm-hmm. don't even know if I... Be able to we watch many anime series. you know i'd have to rely on cable television and it's not on cable television anymore for obvious reasons so oh, it's yeah. just it's it really does you know mind boggle my mind you know i don't it's i think it it's more than suit you know you don't like superman i think it's how accessible the mm-hmm. show is and if you weren't watching this at the time you're not gonna you're not gonna know right
0: right yeah and it's you know uh and I'm I'm glad that it's finally getting its due with with Blu-ray. Um, I mean, it was a matter yeah. of time when they they did you know Batman and then they did Batman Beyond. It's like next one's got to be Justice League, right? Um, yep. So, but I but I'm very excited for that. Um, and you know, it, of course, it's like it's like or it's like oh, you're gonna in my head, it's like oh, you're gonna buy that? Yes. yes of course i'm buying it um uh, you know zeddy this has been so much fun man um it's it's always a blast talking with you you're uh you're a hell of a stand-up guy um and it's it's fun just you know you know having you know we we sit here and we're talking about a 25 year old show and we're (laughs) talking and we're talking about it like you know sitting here dissecting it and reminding ourselves like why we're fans to begin with you know Mm -hmm
1: yep yeah i mean you know jj just truly you know from the bottom of bottom of my heart you know just thank you you know you you are an incredible person you know i always have a blast uh just talking just on anything we could talk about toilet paper and i'm sure we make an hour discussion out of it uh because that's how fun it is to talk to you but i mean (laughs) i honestly dude i've been on such a superman high as Mm -hmm. of late. you know it's I, I don't want to even start crying. You know, just, you know, from a guy that, like I said, on my own show, you know, was afraid to even admit that he watched Smallville, you know, going up, not because I didn't want to, but because it wasn't cool to admit that, you know, yeah, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't admit that without getting picked on, you know, and I think now coming full circle with talking with Superman and Lois, talking with Superman, the animated series, you know, finding people that like the same things I do, you know, it's, I think I might've found the reason why I resonate with Superman so much. It's because I think I am him. You know, I mean, it's beyond me just being a guy that wears glasses that's short, that's a little slimmer, you know, that may appear a little nerdy. But, you know, I was the outcast, you know, I was the guy that, you know, wanted to get the girl, but was too afraid to go after. You know, I've been there. So I think it's now coming full circle as an adult. I mean, you know, just sharing the same level and, and passion with people that like Superman, you know, it's there's literally no better time to be a Superman fan than right now and while we might have all felt that same way you know all these years ago you know it's right now with just the amount of superman content that's going to be pumped out in the next few years hopefully i mean like just god bless it you know
0: yeah no i totally agree and i I love that you know uh and i'm glad and i love that the character resonates with you in that way because i think a lot of people probably feel that way but don't you know but would probably be the same ones to say like oh you know who can relate to superman it's like you you don't worry about Superman. Worry about Clark Kent. You know, like yep. that's that's your in. That's what the show understood. That's what Superman and Lois in, understands. And you know, and that's that's really what uh, is selling it for me, at least. Um, that we get really great content with really great characters, and it's obviously not easy to do. hence all these failed projects over the years. But uh, when when we get the ones that stick, like Superman the animated series, they they stick for a reason because we're watching it. 25 years later going this is really good
1: you mm-hmm. know yeah i am completely with you so hopefully uh you know the Blue ray release does bring more people to the show maybe it brings new new people to the show i think that could be really really cool and yeah there's your i know they're making a new so animation. animations not granted it may feel a little more kid-friendly which is fine but you know yeah. hopefully Hopefully it, you know, it's a new Superman animated show. Right. So I yeah. mean that that's good. So I think that's the important thing is that, you know, now they're starting to make Superman stuff again.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it's got an interesting enough premise, you know, we'll, we'll see when it, when it finally premieres. Um, uh, but, uh, but thanks again, uh, Zeddy, for being with me to hear today. Um, where can people find you and your, and your awesome podcast?
1: Oh, thank you, sir. You guys can find me on Twitter at Zeddy Is. You can find the show that I co-host at Vigilante1939. On Twitter, we uh, just came on 100 episodes. We got a lot of stuff coming in, uh, in the pipeline. Go follow the Let's Go Podcast YouTube channel where Vigilante1939 is at because we do have a lot of live streams that we that we do time to time. So be on the lookout for all that good stuff. And I do want to also plug my two co-hosts, a uh, show called RBTE Podcast, which is a kiss. Uh, podcast at the Crusoe's host with uh, good friend in the community Bob Meyer so okay. if you uh, if you haven't listened to that give that give that a show to listen to it's all really good stuff and I'm at let's podcast.com, always writing and reviewing film and TV stuff some better than others but it's, uh, <laughs> it's what I do so JJ thank you so much again brother as always
0: yeah yeah of course um, you know and you know we're never too far apart from talking anyway uh, so you know we'll uh, we'll be in touch for sure. And uh, to all of our listeners out there, we just want to say, up, up, and away, just like Superman, I guess. Or, you know, whatever. If that works. Yeah, sure. All right, there we go. <laughs> oh, man, this was a lot of fun. Um, so uh, sometime next month, I'm going to put it out. I haven't figured out how what the order is going to be. It's, it sure it inadvertently has become a Superman month because I'm doing yeah. Dark Knight Returns. Uh Smallville, uh, Superman the Animated Series and uh
1: Oh nice
0: what was the other one? Um uh, oh Justice League. Uh Mr. Jones Smallville with? Uh it's gonna be with uh, my friend Zach who hosts always Hold On to Smallville. I love yeah.
1: that show. Yeah, that's yeah, he's awesome, a, dude. Yeah, that's good, gonna be that's gonna be a good one.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. He's a good guy. All right, man. Well, I gotta get going. Uh apparently my kid is expecting me. Oh right. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, I'll see you around, awesome. man. Awesome. Thanks so much, much,
1: JJ. Appreciate you, brother. See you. Have a good one.